sudden he'll like drop something on the floor and it's not just like a subtle drop it's like the world comes crashing I down <laughs> what is he doing like cooking i don't at like know. 3 a.m i don't know or he'll be like stomping around all the time i don't understand it i don't get it yeah that's gonna be me as a roommate i know it are you on like the second floor are you on like, i i don't level? know okay it'll be good though i have my own room i also have like this astronaut that does a light show and shows like galaxy and stars. <laughs> and so I'm probably just going to like lay there, <laughs> have a lot of sad music, just blasting from the speakers and my roommates are going to come in. Yeah, you poor okay? little innocent Colin's going to be like, James? James? <laughs> I just wanted to ask you to turn your music down. No, Colin. <laughs> I'm giving you conflict so you can be stronger in your opinions. Yeah, stronger opinion. Let's talk about this. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, poor kid. You think it's gonna be a rude awakening, or you think you guys crappy roommates? <laughs> <laughs> you just said the same thing in different ways. Um, I'm not 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 assuming that you're a crappy roommate, but I am realizing I'm probably gonna be more disagreeable than I have been in the past <laughs> because I'm tired of like enabling bad behavior and trying to like keep the peace with everyone in the apartment because. Peace, Peace is overrated. Peace or superior firepower. <laughs> Bigger army diplomacy always wins. <laughs> don't care who you are. But I don't know. I think it's either going to be like the bro summer. <laughs> and like we're going to go to Gold Luck Hot Springs or we're going to go do these wild things. Although Peyton was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to share that. No, no, please. No, I no. want to hear. <laughs> Just... One of my friends, he comes from kind of a rocky situation. He's like, you know what? For the first couple of weeks, we should just share the deep, dark secrets about ourselves. Kind of odd, but okay. And I was like, hmm. Man's just setting it up to have dirt <laughs> on everybody. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all just collecting dirt in various ways? Uh, sure. I am, but I'm just a product of my environment. <laughs> wow, 48 laws of power you dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I realize I'm pretty toxic. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just recognize a lot of things and just know how to play the game. And sometimes I'm like, I'm playing it a little too well. We need to calm down. Stop it. Stop it right now. People are getting hurt. <laughs> they need to pump the brakes. <laughs> you know, honestly, if I didn't have such like strong morals or values. You'd be a terrible person. I'd be a terrible person. Wow. I'd be like, I would accidentally start cults. Way too. I'd just well, be like, welcome oh. Welcome to mankind. <laughs> welcome to humanity. Yeah. Have you ever read A Day in the Life of Ivan Nisovich? Yeah, you gave me that book. Yeah, I did. That Terrible was... people throughout the whole book. Oh. He was just happy to get some more watery soup and an extra piece of bread that night. And that was the best day in the life of Ivan Nisovich. And I'm just like, oh no. Wow. <laughs> Russia really sucks. It does. Yeah. Not did. No, it does. does. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know about the food. Mm. The food probably sucks. Never been. Not yet. And that, not, yeah, yet. not yet. Not yet. Maybe, maybe if, you know, certain We get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when that was such a topic. <laughs> I remember that was such a big topic because everyone was like, oh, you better get married and have a kid really fast so you don't get drafted. And I was like, hmm. World War Three. <laughs> 
Sounds like an adventure. <laughs> Why would you want to have a kid right before World War Three? I like, don't know. That's going to be To awful. avoid the draft, obviously. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'll just leave it there. I was going to take that in a completely different direction. I was just like, <laughs> really, yeah, despair. That's what that was going to. <laughs> well, that's kind of how the world's trending. Yeah. It's just no good news. No good ever. news. And they say no news. No news is good news. No news are good news. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. To an overthinker, no news is all the news you need. <laughs> yeah. All right. What were we talking no. about today? Art. We're talking about music, 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 music and art. Music, art. It's just such a. It's such a broad ethereal. You know. <laughs> As he waves his hands you above his see head. my arms right now. And it's, it's a nebulous construct of what is music. Does it? Does it follow rules? Should it follow rules? Is that just a Western construct kind of thing? I don't know. Why do you like music? I guess we'll start there. Oh, before we go too fast, you're on on speaking terms with Sam. And James. Welcome. Welcome back. And also shout out to all our listeners that have listened this far. (laughs) We really appreciate you. Love the support. (laughs) Last episode, a little rocky with the audio, but thanks for bearing with us. Yeah. Um... So, okay, mm-hmm. wait. I'll tell you what I told my coworkers yesterday. About music? <laughs> About music. Okay, good. We're so, on the same yeah. train of thought. Same here. train of thought. I am a very imaginative person. Okay. I daydream a bit too much, if I'm being honest. Okay. It's like, that's how I used to just like, if I got bored, I would just go into my mind and go have a blast and like. Super. Yeah, it was just movies inside my head. I could do whatever I wanted to. And so I got into a lot of international music, love Arabic pop music. There's okay. some. Have Bollywood. You, have you ever dabbled in Russian trap music? No, but you've shown me a little it bit. It goes hard, surprisingly. <laughs> also, I don't know if you've heard it of it, but Russia has some really sad alternative. I really sad if you look up the lyrics and translate them. Kind of hitting the feels. Doesn't that feel just like Russian in general? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like their literature kind of just sucks and is sad, anyways. I wouldn't say sucks. It's phenomenal literature, but the message it's and just how it's written is, it's yeah, it's like walking through yeah. a three foot mud puddle just for pages and pages and pages. You're just like, oh, and you have pneumonia. <laughs> but you get that while you're in the mud pile, <laughs> and you're all your family's dying from pneumonia, and Happens. you're poor. <laughs> Happens. Russian literature. I know. <laughs> anyway, well, music. You, music. You like music? Yeah, I love music. music, and so. They were talking about how they wouldn't mind listening to music except for Taylor Swift. And I was like taken aback because, of course, I'm a Swift. I'm going to the World's Tour. Really? Or the Eras Tour. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, wow. we're going to Vegas. Somebody's got money money over here. <laughs> we're going to be in the worst seat. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I was a little disappointed. Then I was like, fine, we're going to go in the complete opposite direction. And so I was like, what are your thoughts about like international music? And they're like, what? And I was like, so I pull up Bollywood, <laughs> show them that. And then I take them, I take them to like an Arabic song. And then after that, we went to an African artist. And then after that, we went to China. Then to, no, we went to Mongolia and had wow. Tuvan throat singing. <laughs> and mind you, I'm in my workplace. <laughs> There's people coming in and out. That is an interesting little trip down the Silk Road you just yeah. took. Yeah, it was beautiful. And everyone was just laughing and. There's this brand new girl there, and she's like, 
What have where, I stepped where, in? You know, she's like, where are we right now? <laughs> just like, what's going on? It's uh, interesting. Yeah. So music, I just feel like music. Uh, how do I want to phrase that? It helps me go places where I want to go without actually like hopping a plane, spending thousands of dollars. True. Yeah. yeah. And I also use it to like hype me up. Interesting. Yeah. I what feel about like you? Yeah. Music, music is so neat because I feel like in every culture, music existed before mm-hmm. it was all this big mash of U.S. influenced pop music. And like every every single culture has some form of, I don't know whether it's like storytelling or like what yeah. have you, expression of some sort. And it's always existed in like music and like spoken word and stuff like that. I think that's interesting because it's always like yeah. music and alcohol are constant throughout all of the world's history. It's like people... What does that say about mankind? People who focus on escaping from the get-go. They're like, I hate this place. But I find that interesting. I also, I don't know. I'm not real huge on like Bollywood per se. I I haven't really ventured super deep into it. I think it's a niche market for sure. Certainly, yeah. But I don't know. From what I have listened to it, I'm just like, nah, it's too too happy. (laughs) Also, yes, I love happy music. <laughs> During, what was it? It was a Christmas is long since past, but I had a sister that would, the one because she enjoys Bollywood. Good for her, cool, whatever. Culturally, it's interesting. Um, and so we just, we, we, we dipped our toes metaphorically in the Got Bollywood scene. Yeah. Watched some movies that are like four hours long. Yeah. And the music was kind of just like, I wasn't super big into it. That's just me. Yeah. As far as like other music, like, yeah. What kind of music do you listen to? Like, like, why do you listen to music? I don't know. Music is such a, I don't know. There's there. I feel like there's music for every emotion. Mm-hmm. And for me, I don't know. I, I'm real big on like the angsty, like punk pop. I don't know if that speaks to some inner emotion or if it's just like, yeah, this is. Yeah. Rebellion! <laughs> Stick it to the man! We're not gonna take it! <laughs> but there's been like that, and I don't know, like maybe maybe it is an emotional thing for me where it's like, I feel like music, is, as all art forms, all art mediums go, like try to capture emotion in a way that multiple people, a mass of people, if you will, mm-hmm. can, can derive something from it. I feel like yeah. you and I could listen to the same song and lyrically or musically, it's going to, you know, hit on different things yeah. between the both of us, yeah. but we can both still enjoy it, but for different reasons mm-hmm. or maybe the same reason. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, we were just listening to some songs. I really like that kind yeah. of like relaxed, chill, like mm-hmm. lyrically deep. I guess the song we were listening to wasn't super deep, but like. When when songs are poetic in a way and, and force you to kind of think about them, yeah, I enjoy that a lot. And I think that's the beauty of like indie songs. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of non-mainstream artists that I feel like should be bigger because the lyric quality is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the tune, it's pretty catchy, but because yeah. of one reason or another, they're not popular. And I think too, like mainstream stuff, sex, drugs, and alcohol. True. And like... Escape. escape. Focus yeah. purely on escape. Yeah. And it's like, get the fast cars, get the prettiest girl. And it's like, it's so superficial. And it's the same package with like a different coat of paint on it. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's still the same coat of paint. Look at rap music. What do they sing about? Uh, Look at country music. It's almost the same stuff that they sing about nowadays. It is. Yeah. 
but like Tony, not Tony Robbins. He's a <laughs> he's a motivational speaker. Um, Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. His he did ballads, mm-hmm. and like that was the old style country. And it was Americana. beautiful. Yeah, and he was the first person to do like a four minute song. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no, no one's gonna listen to it. Everyone listened to People it. People still listen to it. Yeah, I know because <laughs> Marty Robbins is a legend. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Truly. But I don't know. I feel like songs, when you look at, what's a good, like Pink Floyd, Led yeah. Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some others? Wow, I low low depth <laughs> over here. Pretty shallow in my knowledge. Anyway, they, they went and they took country music. They took an alternative. They took pop and mm-hmm. they're like, Let's make something for us kind of thing. Let's make something that, you know, really vibes with mm-hmm. the alternative crowd. And they became like international sensations through mm-hmm. their through their development of what they wanted to do. And I feel like good music is doing not what's popular at the time because Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all they were outlawed in the UK. They're like, I don't want to play that trash around here. <laughs> Then we had the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles went crazy at the end. Their White Album. Blech. It's insane. Like, it's just a bunch of noise. Yeah, I don't yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they, they brought pop mainstream and then everybody was downhill from there. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> Once you get famous, people get messed up pretty bad by the fame. But I feel like real, real art comes from inside and it's you trying to get a message across that means something to, the, mm-hmm. to you. It's not, you know... I'm just trying to get as many viewers and, and, you know, listeners as possible and make the most amount of money. It's doing something that's meaningful Mm -hmm. that you like that speaks to a broader audience. Yeah. And I know a lot of people give Taylor Swift flack for this, but the reason why I like Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. if you listen to her non-radio songs and you dive into like more recently, her last couple albums, folk, folklore, evermore, Lyrically, they're the most beautiful thing. And they actually tell a story. And yeah, that's why I'm a Swifty. I know Sam, he's not about it. <laughs> Sam's wife loves Taylor Swift, though. I just have to say that. I don't know why. Honestly. I hate her so much. Not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. Just Taylor Swift went from this like teenage pop country sensation to what she is now. And it's, it's just all just like. I hate men. I, I hate men. I hate men. Here's a song, baby money. <laughs> People do it. Yeah. But there is yeah, there's a couple really good yeah. songs that aren't about well, maybe they're not specifically men or her man, but they're <laughs> but I don't know, they're they're just lyrical masterpieces. I love them. I'll have to show you later. We'll just read it. We won't play it. We'll just read the lyrics. I feel like she's trying to reach a certain crowd with her. No, for sure. For sure. The disenfranchised blue-haired people. (laughs) I'll be specific. (laughs) Oh, boy. But, no, for sure. And she has gotten political. And she uses her clout as a star to, like, definitely go for certain political ideologies. And I'm just like, eh. But it's not even counterculture anymore. I feel like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, they were like, yeah. Like yeah, head banging, doing drugs, sticking to the man. I'm not about doing drugs personally, <laughs> but like they were the counterculture, and they they did it because they wanted to, mm-hmm. not because they're like women don't have rights. It was like you know what, people don't like this, but some people do, and we're not playing yeah. for the people that like it, kind of thing. Well, that's kind of rock and roll to begin with. True. Yeah, 
it's like they all start out in these like garages and then they made it huge and the whole generation was into it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there's some really good songs. There are. Yeah. But would some of them be better? Maybe tripping on acid or like high on some weed. Yeah. Probably. You know what? That was the time period Probably. for sure. But like, you know, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Holy moly. Or Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. when the levee breaks. That song's like eight, ten minutes long. I don't think I've listened Just to that Just guitar one. riffs. And Jimmy Page is a magical guitarist. Some of them songs get a little long. I know. But, but interestingly enough about Led Zeppelin. Yes. They loved J.R.R. Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. And a lot of the songs they wrote were influenced by Lord of the Rings, like Misty Mountain Hop. Think about that. One. <laughs> That's a bit on the nose, isn't it? A little it? bit. <laughs> Not very subliminal, quite liminal. No, I love that. And I was just thinking. So sometimes I'm a practice patient for the EMT class. <laughs> and they use me for like a lot of. Yeah, explain practice patients. Yeah, practice patients. So. I, I'm pretty tight with the EMT instructor up here okay. in our town and she likes creating real scenarios so that when you get, get out into the real world, it's not this cookbook medicine okay. of like, oh, this person has anxiety. Tell them they're going to be okay. Push ketamine. Push ketamine. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful thing in this world, but I, neither here nor there. <laughs> Story for another time for sure. But so she had me come in. I've kind of become this niche person for like psych oh, scenarios. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Sam's already heard this story. Is this your siren song? No, this is Hit Me by Blue October. <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening to that song and it's just talking about how he wished people would stop treating him, would stop hurting themselves to treat him good and like bringing themselves down to his level because it's just awful and he was wish wish that people just leave him alone so they could actually be happy and not have him infringe on their happiness really depressing song but i was like this is going to get me in the mood (laughs) so i like i listened to that and then like totally made a girl cry because of how real i made it and it was it was really intense but now, that's question. What he, was this girl like EMT student? Yeah, EMT student. Oh, so she she needs. Yeah, she needs know, it. She needs the how? What do they call that? Stress inoculation, right? Desensitize. Sure. <laughs> oh, stress inoculation. That's probably better. Me desensitize. I was like, you just get used to a bad situation. <laughs> you need no, well, stress inoculation is like dealing with high stress, you know, scenarios. Oh yes. So when a real like circumstance or scenario happens, you're like not freaking out, pooping your pants, yeah, throwing it at the wall kind of stuff. I should probably do some of that. You know, but, so like yeah, an EMT yeah. comes in and EMT they're just would like that. Okay, I'm just gonna turn off the emotions right now. I'm not saying that's good. And and just be like, work. That's your job, right? Yeah. And it's like you're able to compartmentalize better. True. Yeah. And so, yeah, songs. There's Song for everything. There is. I love it. What songs do you listen to on your side? What kind of music, if you will? Oddly enough, not super depressing music. Interesting. Actually, my depression is different than other people's depression. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, here, let me depression? rephrase that better. Let me should, rephrase that. Maybe you should just call it sad. <laughs> I'm just sad when all you... the time. <laughs> 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 no, it's... I guess I do listen to 
I've listened to some really sad songs. There's this one song called Whiskey Lullabies, but it's not by the beautiful Alison Krauss or Brad Paisley. That is a different version, and they are a stunning duo when it comes to vocals. It's like you can feel it in your soul how sad it is. But this one, I did go through a phase where I was just like listening to depression music all the time. <laughs> and then I came to the conclusion, I was like, why am I listening to this? I'm not, it's not that sad. Like, I'm not that sad. I shouldn't be here all the time. I should get out of this. But my favorite line from it is like, scars, they heal with time, but the raw wounds on my mind aren't as easily fixed. And I was just like, oof. Every time that lyric came up, it was just so heavy. And it resonated a couple ways for me. But then I realized, I was like, we're not there anymore. I should really stop revisiting this place. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. What kind of songs do you listen to when you're, when you're sad, when you're happy? When I'm in feel outs. Yeah, in your feels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because there's a song for, I feel like there's a song for every emotion out there. Mm-hmm. There's music, there's genres that kind of fit the need. At the time. So I don't know. It's just sad yeah. music when I'm sad. I'm kind of going through my angsty phase right now. Are but you? continue. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I had a thought there. It was along the lines of like music. I feel like when you listen to music like that, if you're not, I don't know. I feel like there's a certain influence it has mm-hmm. that can be good or bad. Like maybe you are feeling sad so you want to listen to sad music. But maybe you're just upset so you listen to sad music and then you're sad. Yeah. I feel like to some degree, maybe not a big degree, but just for me at least, that when when you do listen to certain songs, like they they influence you in a way maybe you shouldn't be at the time. Yeah. <laughs> they can make a bad situation worse. True. Or just a normal situation bad. A normal situation sad. Yeah. And it doesn't need to go there. True, true. Um there there's a certain kind of country music that I really like. It's it's like I want to say it's like alternative country. Some people call it like Texas country, but it's like. Uh, so I'm guessing it's not bro country then. I don't know what. Um, cars, trucks, dogs. No, alcohol. not necessarily. Okay. Like one of the the singers, Co Wetzel. I don't know if you heard. Of I haven't Co heard Wetzel. of him. No. Um, <laughs> one in one of his albums, there's like a, an intro or like a skit kind of, mm-hmm. where it's the. Uh, it's like a producer and the owner of the record label are talking and they're like, mm-hmm. we don't like this punk rock country crap. And it's like an intro <laughs> to one of his songs. And when I heard, first heard that like intro skit, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all of his music's kind of trashy, kind of, you know, in your face. Like he, but what I like about it, it's not because it's trashy or in your face. It's because he's doing what he wants to do kind mm-hmm. of thing. He's not, he doesn't, He's not bending the knee to the man. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Yeah. He, he's doing what he likes, and he's good at it, and you can see that in his music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his songs in the past were kind of like, I'm drunk, take me to Taco Bell. <laughs> but now it's... <laughs> <laughs> Such good illusion. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's evolving, if you will, into a more like... One of his songs is called... What's it called? Oklahoma Sky. And he's like, I'm tired of being imperfect. Like, take me back to the days when I could just look up at the Oklahoma sky kind mm-hmm. of thing. Oklahoma's ugly and disgusting, I feel like. Um, but he's Oddly like... beautiful. On the eastern of. half. On the eastern half. Anyway, on the, the western song, half, I'm like, there's nothing here. The song, though, it's good. It's, yeah. it's good to listen to. 
it's easy to listen to and it's not in your face like punk country just uh, yeah which I feel country was never supposed to be in your face like as a genre bold for sure and like my question here yeah. before you get going is is country nowadays the way you're framing this or is like country like Americana like Americana and I think even in the 90s it wasn't in your face mm-hmm. like and maybe I don't know it what was I'm almost representative about. of a demographic mm-hmm. if you will but now it's just kind of mainstream like different it, different kind of rhythm different kind of yeah. instruments same message and we've seen this too with not just the music getting kind of thrown in with that melting pot that's the music industry but like the clothing and everyone's like into cowboy boots now <laughs> i was roommates with a guy he loved cowboy boots loved the cowboy aesthetic lived in like the middle of the city utah from the suburbs had never been on a ranch he's like i love that lifestyle and as someone whose family comes from that i was like you would hate that <laughs> rob you shut up <laughs> but he just loved like the idealistic version of that because it was peaceful away from the city and it was hard working but then there was lawlessness too and you just kind of dealt with life because it's a harsh environment to grow up in that's how i pictured country as okay it's like out on the plains working really hard but also like loving family and deeply religious and i feel like it's starting to get away from that yeah some degree yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like most music nowadays is just like same message and it's not very deep it's pretty superficial but just different instruments different rhythms beats mm-hmm. i don't know just same same stuff different packaging yeah and it's i don't know it lacks a soul almost that have you heard of david nail mm, it sounds familiar david nail tom mcdonald yes okay i know i just like spoke about a fridge man tom mcdonald <laughs> tom mcdonald he's becoming more mainstream though a little bit yeah he's very much like the revolution is coming there <laughs> 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 <Fear> is coming <laughs> yeah. but david nail he's a country artist he's like mid-tier for sure like aaron lewis Ever heard of Aaron Lewis? No, probably mid tier as well. Uh, yeah, you know what? You'll probably show me afterwards if you'd like. Yeah, let's let's talk about. But he, I went to one of his concerts, and he has a song called "Sound of a Million Dreams," and it's just like just hits you like a wave, and it brings you to tears. And you're like, you know what? I have a million dreams. I'm going to go achieve that, and you feel so uplifted afterwards. And then Tom McDonald, he just hates the system. He's an angry <laughs> man. <laughs> But he's not, though. No, he's not. He just has a really deep hatred for the mainstream. He hates the system. Record companies, I guess. His song, Buttholes, though, pardon my <laughs> crass language. What a beautiful message. He's like, everybody's mean. Everybody's just going to hate on you. So do what makes you happy kind of thing. I love his messages. <laughs> his his music videos are whack. They're, They're so crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, why are you in orange ski mask right now? I'm like, take that off. <laughs> but the I bring up both of those artists because 
Like there's still people out there doing their own program. Mm-hmm. Very different. But then Tom McDonald hit number one on the billboard. He did. Yeah. With his new song, Ghost. What a great song. And he's just like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I could do it without you. Exactly. And exactly. I feel like I love him. <laughs> he might write a breakup song. Not about him and his girlfriend. Yeah. But him and like the music industry. <laughs> I feel like it's coming. It's coming. He's gonna do a. He's gonna do a letter directed straight at the music it's, industry. It's gonna be beautiful. I mean, he already has several times, but he, I feel like it's gonna be him breaking up, and it's just gonna be Chef's kiss. It's beautiful, and I enjoy how political he is. I know he's he's pretty divisive, if we're being honest, but it's because how brutally honest he is. And I know not everyone shares the same perspective. I feel like he has his own yeah. rather sharp perspective mm-hmm. himself. He doesn't really side anywhere, but he kind of, no. maybe on the side of logic. I don't know. That's, again, that's subjective yeah. to what I'm seeing. But No, and he's just, he's tired. I feel like he's kind of apolitical and just mm-hmm. kind of doing what he likes. Low-key anarchist? But like, just towards this specific system. The music industry, yeah. if you will. Oh. <laughs> Even with our current political climate, he's just like, screw these people. Which is interesting because there's so much to be like upset about, I guess, on one side, if you will. But he he doesn't really make those kind of, that kind of music anymore. Yeah. Which I find interesting. I know. Yeah, that's like, that's real art though, is something that comes from inside, is meaningful, has a message and speaks to the masses. And maybe that's short-sighted of me to define it like that. But I feel like real genuine art touches a person mm-hmm. in one way, but but it gives insight and you know good feelings to a, a wide variety of people for a wide variety of reasons. And can we also talk about throughout history how much of a disservice we've done to most artists and how they don't become popular until after they're dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can like throw a bunch of different artists. Like Picasso. Like, he was starting to get, like, popular. His stuff, kind of out there. Again, doing his own program. (laughs) He, super famous afterwards. Or who was the guy that lost his ear? Van Gogh. Van Gogh, him. He also got popular after he died. People hated him, actually. Yeah. He was, well, look, at Eric Sadie's a pianist from from France, 17th, 18th century. Mm Mm-hmm. And he went to several schools and he was kicked out several times because they thought his stuff was like repetitive, unimaginative, boring. And he's written, I think the suite is called Gymnopodies. Very beautiful. I haven't heard of it. It's almost like Claire de Lune in the way that it plays and feels. Mm, Okay. But he was hated. People were like, bro, your stuff's trash. Get out of here. But I feel like every it's artist like, does what they like. And yeah. they're like, you know what? I don't care if people like this. I'm not here to be popular. I'm here to do what I want. And I know because of the emotion that they put into it, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to them. That's what matters. Other people yeah. seeing it, other people enjoying it is just a happy consequence. And honestly, that's probably the boldest. Uh, how do I want to say it? I hate when people say this about living their life but they're like he's so brave like no i'm sorry (laughs) you're more than one aspect of your personality like get over yourself but to make something and then put it out and and then have people destroy it verbally and make you feel like trash that's brave Mm -hmm. 
and, and then, owning it and still yeah. like being like, yes, that's mine. Yeah. And then you push back and then you make more stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's real bravery. Look back at Led Zeppelin. Yeah. The UK was like, we're going to outlaw this against the law. So, you know, they went to Germany. And they leave it to the Germans. <laughs> and they, they played and played and played in pubs and bars and all over the place. And then they got like really good. And everyone was like, wow. And then the UK is like, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how counterculture became such a big movement is because people were like, you know what? I don't have to fit into this mold of yeah. everyday boring person. I can, I, not necessarily that counterculture was a great thing. I mean, hippies were, uh. <laughs> But like the idea of being your own person and owning your ideas mm-hmm. and developing yourself, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a really strong message in and of itself of being more than just one thing and developing your person, developing your character into something that's interesting and worthwhile for yourself, not yeah. for other people. Yeah. Other people can pounce in, but like when I feel like when you focus on, and maybe it is kind of selfish to focus on yourself, develop yourself. So you're happy with yourself. I feel like that's worthwhile. But developing, I wouldn't say developing, but like selling yourself as someone you're not or doing things that are going to make you popular, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's 100% fake. Yeah, don't be a sellout. Exactly. Sellout, grifter, there's lots of words for it. A grifter, doing something that's not yours. (laughs) I love that word. (laughs) But I don't know. Art is... Okay, what I'm about to say, different countries have different emotions associated, like language, all that stuff. France has a love affair with sadness. Okay. Yeah, that's just something that I heard, and I was like, that feels right to me. Um, Just because a lot of their stuff is sad, a lot of their art is just a little bit more dramatic and touchy-feely. Melodramatic. Melodramatic. And that's why, like, they're so romantic and breakups are so, (laughs) I don't know. Just feel stereotypically French. Like, and don't call me on that. If you're from France, like, just don't. Don't come at me. Our foreign viewers from Italy. We're fine. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yay. Um, we see you out there in Sicily with your one view. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, where was I going with that? But honestly, um, so like culturally, some stuff is going to be similar from different countries. And... It's just part of humanity. And I think that's what's hard about like melting cultures together. Because you have someone that's coming from Africa, this harsh environment where you have to be a harsh person. And then they go to like the UK where you're pretty relaxed. You don't have AC and it still gets hot in the summer. But there's all these other cultural influences and they're not as harsh as people in Africa. And so when you start like blending these cultures together and their art crosses over... There's just so many cool things that happen with it. And that's like rap music. Rap is stereotypically African-American. And then, as you see, like there's more white rappers now. And they've taken that style and made it their own. And just humanity is beautiful in what they can create. True. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Speaking Terms with Sam and James. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Bye.